are back. So who are we? Bella and Amy. We're a mom and a daughter, a teen daughter. Don't look at you. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm looking at you. It makes it awkward. Everything about having a teenager is awkward, I've decided. Uh, I just don't like you staring at me. It makes me feel awkward. I don't okay. know why. I'll try my best not to stare at you during the podcast. <laughs> Even though I do look at you sometimes to try to figure out, like, should I talk? Should you talk? Who's talking? All right. What are we even talking about today? Um, I don't know. Just this whole pandemic situation, I guess, because that's the biggest thing going on right now. That's true. It's been really weird for our family, right? Because we did things during this time that I think are strange. <laughs> like we moved and we did all kinds of stuff that I was just made much harder during a pandemic. I don't know. What's your take? Like, what's it been like for you? Um, well, for me, originally before this whole pandemic even happened, I had been planning on switching schools mid-year which I had planned out. I had thought, oh, this is how I'm going to talk to people. This is how I'm going to approach the situation. I'm completely prepared. And then out of nowhere, school is canceled for the rest of the year. And now I'm stuck at home, not knowing anyone in this new area. It's kind of been a little rough because I have to keep in touch with my old friends just through social media and stuff. But it's tough not being able to see people in person, which I know people, even when they're living near each other, aren't doing that. But it's still been a little hard. I know. You're in this, like, weird limbo space because you had all these friends at our old house, right? And I guess even if you couldn't see them, you could theoretically still have taken a walk with them or some, or social distanced, like, sit in the park and hang out. But now we live in this whole new city whole new area, you were going to make friends at a new school, and then bam, nothing. It's kind of hard because it's like we, I still live close to them, I know. but it's like too, so close yet so far away <laughs> because we're like about 30 minutes away from our old house, but 30 minutes, like it's not too far, like every once in a while you can meet up with people, but it's not just like, oh, they're right across the street. I can just go see them whenever I want to. True. And I mean, maybe more now than ever before, it's not like parents, speaking as a parent, want to drive their kids across town to a house. They don't know if people are sick. It's just so, everything is so different now. So even I feel like if we weren't in the middle of pandemic, I would have happily driven you like 30 minutes to a friend's house to like hang out just to see someone. But now there's just all this extra in place. So it's so, so much harder. Yeah, and just, like, living in this new area, we've seen people outside and stuff, and it, like, I want to go talk to people. I mean, a lot of them aren't my age, but there's been a couple people I've seen my age, but I don't really know how to go approach them. It would be so much easier if it was just, like, in school or at a pool or something mm -hmm. like that, but nothing is open, so there's just no way to do that. Yeah, that would have been, like, the natural way to meet people. Okay, so I have to tell the embarrassing story. You were like, stop talking to people, Mom. So these two girls are on their bikes. So I'm very concerned about Bella making friends, and I feel bad because I feel like you're so lonely, and I want you to have people. So these two girls are riding their bikes by our new house. And, uh, hi, I'm a mom. I can't tell. I can tell they're, like, teen-ish, not, like, you know, they're somewhere between the ages of 12 and 14, I think, so in my mind. And so I'm like, I go out on the front porch, hey, 
Now, of course, these two girls did the very smart thing and they're like, do not talk to strangers. And I'm like, hey, how old are you? Which in retrospect, super awkward, like random mom comes out her front door and asks, how old are you? Okay, I realize that's really creepy. I just was thinking that they might be your age. So the one girl goes, does, first of all, they don't answer me at all. They don't say anything. And I'm like, oh, oh, I have a teenage daughter and she's looking for friends. And they go, we're 12. How old is she? And I go, oh, she's 14. Just kidding. And they ride off and I felt so bad. And I realized there's no question that's not creepy. Like if I say, hey, I have a teenage star. Do you want to meet her? People are like, Okay, weird, you're like an adult talking to me. I don't know, that was like so embarrassing for you, I feel. Even though you'll probably never see those two girls on bikes, but that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, I'm not that upset by that because they're so much younger than me, so I wouldn't have really probably talked to them anyways if I just saw them. But say they were someone my age who I could have potentially become friends with, they'll just know me as the girl with the creepy mom. Right, I know, and I feel like... This is the thing for all the moms out there of teenage daughters. We're always, like, so embarrassing to them. It doesn't matter what. I try to be cool and, like, chill about it, but apparently it's just so embarrassing. Yeah, and, I mean, I'm just glad I wasn't there because that would have been even worse if I was present. But I have made her promise me that she will not do that because she could ruin a potential friendship because now they won't want to talk to me because I'm the girl with the creepy mother so also true yeah okay so I'm doing my best and I feel like so proud of myself because the other night I was sitting on the porch with dad and these two girls walked by and I promise you these girls were actually 14 I kept my mouth shut I'm not saying anything (laughs) even though everything inside of me was like "Ooh, ooh, ask ah." nope I just Sat there quietly, letting them walk by. But I feel like they could actually be your new friends. Yeah, I saw them, and they definitely look my age. And I, I, I'm stuck because I don't know if I should go say hi or something. Because obviously we're supposed to social distance, but it's not really like just imagine you're my age, and mm-hmm. then you have a random person you've never seen in your life just come up to you and say hi. Like it's at least they're your age, so it's not creepy. It's just kind of awkward, you know. Like what are you going to talk about or anything? So I'm kind of just waiting for things to start opening up so I can meet people in a more natural setting. Well, speaking of opening up, we still don't even know if the pool will open, which was like one of the main reasons we moved here. Yeah, we have a clubhouse right near our new house, which is nice because we didn't have something like that super close to us at our old house. Mm -hmm. And it's like a 10-minute walk or something, five-minute bike ride. So I'm just excited for that to open up because if I start going, maybe I could bring one of my friends or something from our old house and I can just meet people there because it's a really easy place to like meet people and there will probably be tons of people my age, assuming they allow a good amount of people inside the pool, but we still don't really know about that. That's true. And I also feel like people have been like stuck in their homes and they want to be out and do stuff anyway. So it's like high prop, especially if they're a teenager, I feel like extra, oh, I was stuck in my house. Seems like high probability that some teen would be there. I don't really know. But I really hope, yeah, I hope for your sake that it opens. So that brings up another good point, which is what have you been doing during this time to keep busy? Because I know what I've been doing, but what I do know is you're in your room 14 hours a day, something like that. So what are you doing to keep busy? Um, Sleeping a lot. <laughs> when I'm not sleeping, I'm either 
doing what all teen girls are doing on their phones, watching mm-hmm. Netflix, whatever, or I'm doing schoolwork because school's still not out yet. And that's something else I want to talk about is just how I've been like staying committed to school and getting all my work done. But that's awesome. Also, um, going to the soccer field right near our house because my season was canceled, so we're just doing virtual stuff, but there's nothing we can, like, we're just expected to practice on our own. So I've been trying to go to the field when I'm not busy doing schoolwork or when I'm not feeling lazy. (laughs) I know. that's It's hard to be, like, I don't know. It's hard for me to be motivated in multiple disciplines, right? Like, got to stay motivated for school, got to stay motivated for soccer. It's, like lots of things to stay motivated for plus doing Chloe Ting that's like our so Bella and I when we're when we can we do it together and when we can't we stay like super committed every day to doing this workout from home called Chloe Ting what are we doing which one are we doing right now hourglass right yeah so we first did her flat tummy challenge like 28 day thing which is all abs every day for like 10 to 40 minutes, right? On the hardest days, it's 40 minutes. And it it was good. It was a good yeah, challenge. it was hard. And so that was a long one. Mm-hmm. Right now we're doing, we just finished that. So now we're on like day 14 or something of the 25-day hourglass challenge. Today was a rest day. But um, I kind of thought, you know, we just did a really hard challenge. This challenge seems a little easier, like, yeah. and it's been a lot easier than the other one, in my opinion. And so we can, like, kind of cruise a little bit, like, to do an easier challenge where you're still working out, but it's not as hard. And then after this, we can go back and do another harder one. Yeah, I want to do, I saw that she had one that was, like, two-week shred or something like that that yeah. looked really good. And I feel like that would be hard coming off our easier one Mm -hmm. so that might be a good one for us to do next so when we were talking about our podcast today and this is only our second episode so feel like we're doing good even just making two I was thinking so you come up you've come up with a lot to me of pieces of the episode like the name and like the beginning part and you picked the music that we chose and stuff and I think all that was so good and I think my contribution to our podcast is I thought it'd be good to end every podcast with just like what's one thing I've been thinking about lately that I don't know it could be anything it could be gosh this thought has been sticking in my mind for some reason or this is something I've been worried or concerned about or this is something I've been hopeful about or just like a thought that we could leave people with so I know I'm totally putting you on the spot because I didn't talk to you about this before we started recording, but I have a thought that I've been thinking about, um, which is hope since we're in the middle of something where the future and sometimes even week to week is uncertain. I never know like what this virus is doing or even what our governor is going to say about our state or anything, right? So a lot of things about this pandemic feel completely outside of my control and the circumstances seem to change day to day and I was thinking to myself yesterday when I went on a run how having hope doesn't depend on circumstances like circumstances can be whatever they are and hope is independent of that and the way I relate to my circumstances, how I feel about them, how I experience life 
is dramatically changed when I have hope at the same time. So like hope plus ever-changing uncertain circumstances equals a full life, whereas no hope with ever-changing circumstances that I don't can't control feels despairing. So I guess what I've been saying to myself when I was on my run, my run was hope over circumstance or hope over experiences. So like hope trumps experience. I don't know. This is it's obviously not a well-formed thought necessarily, but it's what I've been thinking about lately. I don't know. What do you think? I agree with that. Yeah, I think everything you said is good. I don't really have a thought to end <laughs> this because I haven't really thought about it, but I think that was good. Um, you haven't talked about what you've been doing to keep busy. Oh, really. that's true. I know. I'm. When we moved, it's like not a lot changed for me, right? Because I still have my same job working as um, an HR director and a recruiter for my companies, but nothing changed in terms of like my day. My company is still open. We're hiring. Obviously, I'm an HR director, so I still have employees to take care of. Um, so my days feel the same in some ways because I still have, you know, the nine to five. I think the thing that's changed the most, and this is the thing I think that's similar to you, is I don't see my friends. I mean, I had one friend come over and that was super fun. Um, but normally I think I would be getting together with friends and doing things periodically, um, teaching at the gym where I teach. I mean there'd be so much more social interaction and I feel the same as you. I expected to immediately start making friends when we moved out here and that's just to put on hold. So in my spare time, I've been editing our podcast, which apparently is not as easy as one would think. How many F-bombs flew out of my mouth today? A lot. Every Too, other sentence. I know. So bad. But you know, I remember just keeping it real, right? You said... I'm about to throw this effing computer across the room. That's not an exaggeration. I really did say that. So, oh, yeah. It's don't. It's no joke. If anyone ever tells you, hey, just make a podcast, make a blog, do this, do that. No, it's not easy, people. Or it's not easy for me. Maybe for someone listening, they're like, what? So easy. But it was not. It's not easy. And, yes, too many. Um, well, you said to keep it real, right? We keep it real. There was way too many f-bombs but i think i'm getting the hang of it so um this has been what i've been doing in my spare time is making our podcast while you were busy editing i was just laying down in the sun tanning <laughs> just listening to you i feel like this is not a, this is not an equal share responsibility here okay well i think you can edit this one yeah i'll edit this one and as long as i can figure it out Anything else you want to say before we go? I don't think so. Thanks for listening.